0: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. The past week was about wins and rotations, but let's hope the other content of the week, keeping the zero, is back for good as Rangers travel to Dortmund to battle in the Europa League. I am your host Scott Carney as always and joining me as a full house again, Ali Pearson, how are you?
1: Not too so bad, you be better than yourself, but aye, not too bad.
0: Thanks, mate. Yes, I'll get it out there, everyone. I've done my back in. I am not young. I am not fit, and I need to stop pretending that I am. Um, the youngest one on this pod as well. <laughs> if you uh, if you hear any weird squeaking noises or any crazy faces that I might be pulling, if you're watching this podcast, it's because my back's in a bit of a spasm. So, but I'm battling on. Uh, I'm trying not to move too much. Anyway, enough of my uh, knackered back. Scotia, how's it going?
2: Yeah, I'm doing well. It's um, I can't wait for the game on Thursday, but it's just a bit strange because obviously we, we played on Saturday. This is the longest wait in a wee while we've had between games, mm. so I'm getting a wee bit wee bit etchy for it.
0: I was thinking the same, actually. I was thinking it's quite a big gap we've got between doing pods because like Saturday and then Tuesday and then Thursday again, it's not usually like that. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait for, for Thursday now. We really can't come quick enough. And last, but by no means least, Ryan Haymarsh, how are you,
3: mate? I'm good boys. Very good. Um concerned about you using your excuse with your are back there. Um, and <laughs> as kind of, you should use wait till the wee one's born before uh, you use uh, that excuse, Carly. If you want to bail out any kinda, of
0: I shouldn't I shouldn't even have told you. I shouldn't have told you. Just said no, I'm fine, really. I'm absolutely <laughs> fine. No, I uh, no I know mate. It's a terrible excuse. And yeah, it's one of those ones where you But back pain is one of those ones that people kind of go, ah, he's got a sore back. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, an easy one to say, but honestly, it's it's particularly sore. It really is. But anyway, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm sitting here and I'm doing a pod. As I say, when I'm sitting down, it's not too bad. So uh, I know it's there, but uh, as long as I don't move too much, I should be okay. Uh, So before we get into it, uh, Ali, do you want to tell people what club at 22 are involved in this coming weekend?
1: Yeah, we've been invited up to <clears throat> cover the Lee Rugby um game. So it's the Lee Rugby Football Club against uh, the Bars for Bears Legends up at Tory Glen uh, football centre. It's indoors Scotia, so it's not outdoors, so don't worry. Um it's <laughs> indoors. Um I spoke to Susie who organises it. They've sold four hundred tickets already, which is quite good. Um in fact quite good, it's very good. Um it's £6 a ticket for adults and £3 for kids as well. There's still tickets available. So um, it should be a good event. A few club legends going up there. Gordon Smith's going to be there. Marvin Andrews, John McDonald, Andy Little, Charlie Miller, and uh, Alec Ray's going to be there in terms of the Rangers legends. So it should be a good one. I know you covered one back in the summer, Carney. Um so you've said it's me and Scotia going up, so it's the B team going up. But um, yeah, it, it should it, it should it should be it should be good to be fair um, to get a few interviews with the players and that. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a twelve o'clock kickoff as well for everyone. If, in like case you want to go, and um, I'm looking forward to it. I think, I think Scotia is too.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh it's a good cause that they're doing it for, and it's. Um... It's a good chance to meet some some Rangers players there's there's no doubt about it uh as i said we covered one before it was a really good day the weather kind of ruined it towards the end the, the kind of heavens opened towards the end which wasn't ideal but it was a good chance to get to speak to some of, uh the edge pros who were all all rather nice uh all really good with it was when we were doing interviews with them so yeah i mean my filmmaking's not great mate So you are not need to live up to it that much uh, I'm obviously working If not working I'll be in my bed With this, this back But um yeah you should enjoy it So if you can go down to that um, Also uh, just quickly before we do get into ranger stuff uh, there's only two weeks left of our charity raffle uh, we're running a charity for a raffle to win a tour for four people of iBrooks with all proceeds going to the rangers charity foundation to enter please click on the paypal link below um, and it's three pound per entry once you do that i will assign you a number i can send you a message through paypal and you will get your number and um, as i say if we get to 100 pounds the podcast is going to match it and we'll give £200 to the Rangers Charity Foundation. So it will run until midnight on the 28th of February and the winner will be picked on the 1st or 2nd of March whenever I get a chance to get round to doing it. Any questions, just email me uh, at club.at.22.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, right gentlemen, let's move on To Rangers stuff, we'll start with a very comfortable win over Annan on Saturday Goals from Hollander, Roof and that man From Zambia, secure our place in the Quarterfinals which will be away to Dundee uh, With the ties set to be Played on the weekend of the 12th Of March, Rangers or Celtic uh, First still in Europe will more than likely Play on the Monday night because they were Drawn away to Dundee United as well, but before we get into that Game, um, Ali your thoughts on the game? I know it's a hard one to really look into, but your thoughts on the return of Holanda and the debut for zakowski and Charlie McCann making an appearance as well. So your
1: overall thoughts on the game,
0: mate?
1: I thought it was one of the games, to be honest. I mean, Scotia so watched it in the pub, but it was the uh, first half was decent. The heavens opened up for the second half, which wasn't great. Petered out the second half, to be honest. But no, they didn't. To- <laughs> it <laughs> it rained the way <laughs> what
0: how much did you have to drink Saturday it rained the whole of the first half and didn't rain in the second half
1: did it all oh, right neither <laughs> or. doesn't matter <laughs> but um, but aye but it was um that just shows how interesting the game was to me it? Oh. wasn't it great to be honest but nah the positives from it was obviously well, through the next round Holander um looked good to be honest I thought he looked decent Holander um yeah, the boy right back, Sikowski, ah, he looked all right. The fair, you can't even really judge him on that park and stuff. And it's his first game against... And he's, I mean, that team will never play together again. That 11 we put out in the park. So, I think it was, it was what it was, to be honest. It was routine, probably. That's the word to use for it. And a couple of young lads come on. Ah, Lowry, I thought, when he came on, showed what he's all about. I thought he wanted the ball. He wanted to show what he's about. I know you guys covered him and I'll bring him up. Scott Wright, once again for me, had a start, flattered the deceive once again. He showed me nothing again and I don't know what we do with Scott. I said to Scotch in the pub at the weekend, I says, it kinda shows that he's an impact we've said for quite a while now he's an impact player. Bring him on the last twenty minutes of games when teams are blown. But once again he's been given a start and to me I think I don't I don't know if it was Ryan or if it might be yourself, Carmen, it said Lowry is picked above um, above Scott Wright now. I agree. I thought Lowry showed more in his wee fifteen minute carming wherever it was than than um, than Wright did the whole game, to be honest. I, I was really disappointed in Scott Wright, to be honest, and it's not the first time I've said it.
0: No. Scotia, um so i shouldn't go to ali first because he decides to roll every question that i'm about to ask <laughs> into one and just say everything that he could possibly can I asked, it, I asked him about three players and he wanted to speak about another two i'm like it's not really how a podcast works ali uh, like uh, Scoti- <laughs> Scoti- <laughs> ali is right though uh about scott right ironically that he's not taking his chances and cedric Gatton, when he came on he he looked too desperate to try and make an impact, and yes, there was positives within the game. Um, a lot of players did t- take their opportunity and perform quite well. I think Ali might have been wee, not harsh, but maybe not as much full of praise as it was for me and Ryan with Sikowski. I thought he was rather impressive.
2: Yeah, he looks, he looks, he came in and he looked like he's going to be a decent option for cover. Um, it's, it's a difficult game to judge because it's an 11 flung together that are never, as Ali says, they're not going to play again together. Probably only, I don't even know if they've even played together in the same team in training as such. Um, but it flung together, you're not going to see that again. The weather conditions in the first half, Pearson first half were (laughs) atrocious. Um, yeah, so it's against Dannon. We won the game within 30 minutes, so it's difficult to judge, but he did look impressive. Put a good few crosses in. I think he whipped in a cross where Sakala should have buried it, Um, and he at least bought about four or five yards out. Balloons it over the keeper um, No, he done well um, Quite impressed with him So he looks like a decent option For cover Because I've had that concern Once Patterson left there, there isn't really anyone Sort of in the B team That I think's ready To make the step up To be the cover For the right back position um, So it was good to get him in Yeah Looks positive going forward for him At least as that option Should anything happen to Tav
0: Yeah, I agree I thought he was rather impressive What did you what did you make of Ramsey's coach? i stick with you. Sorry, Ryan, I will come to you, mate. It's just we obviously did the post-match, mate. Um, what did you make of Ramsey for the 60 minutes that he had?
2: Yeah, I thought he was fairly decent. He was showing some some good touches. That's, again, like I was saying about Sarkowski there, it's difficult to judge because it's against Dan and, and whatnot. He did still maybe look a wee bit off the pace, but that's 60 minutes to get up to speed again, and the touches that he did put together I was fairly impressed with, he was linking up quite well with the, the, f- the front players, um, very unlucky with his goal that got chopped off, he was just marginally offside, um, but no, he looked impressive and it's, it's 60 minutes in the legs to kinda get him up to where we need to, because obviously I don't want to go straight in it, but I doubt he'll feature from the start on Thursday evening, but at least this puts him in good stead for the league, league games.
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, I still stand by it. I'm awfully concerned with how tired they looked after 60 minutes, but I would be knackered after about 10 minutes and considering I can not lift a roll of plastic film to do something and work without doing my back, it's probably a bit of a cheek for me to be um, criticising a professional football player for running about in up sort of conditions for an hour. Ryan, obviously we did the, the post-match, obviously quite a brief one. It wasn't too much to take from the game. His your opinion changed on the game at all? I think there was a wee bit of a mixed reaction, even in some of our comments that we've seen on the video, that some people were a wee bit disappointed that it wasn't more, other people were more than happy with the with the win, and it, the game was won really early on, so your opinion changed?
3: Nah, it's not changed. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say to you, I've, I've watched the game back, um, because I will oh, never I do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few. I put a few comments down in the on YouTube because there's a couple of fans disgruntled about just to, they didn't think the level of performance was was there, etc. But there was one one guy. I can't remember your name, mate. Sorry, but um, he would said he thought Geo maybe didn't take the take it seriously. And I said I, I don't agree with that because I think you've got to look at this week. I think Finn Broncos clearly had this week in mind with the Dortmund game. And Sunday for me, which I think Sunday's bigger than Thursday, um, it was too big a week and it was a great opportunity for us to get people like Ramsey and Holanda and get Roof playing and Sikowski, get players like that playing. So I don't think that Gio hasn't taken this seriously on on Saturday night. I think that we just fielded a team when you could do the job and that's exactly what they did. I think we're probably just a bit disappointed in the second half because when we scored the third goal, it was threatening to be a route. I was thinking we we're going to score six or seven here today and we just petered out. It ended up a professional performance. and um, But apart from that, I can't even remember what the weather was like in the second half, Ali, but cheers for, cheers for the update on that. I, can't, I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, Allie, it was a
0: professional well, performance. Yeah, clearly was there looking at the telly. Um, I, it was, mate. And look, I, I don't think you can say that Gio wasn't taking this seriously. The... Our our results, our cup campaigns for the past 10 years, however long for, since it's been since we won a cup, is nowhere near good enough. It really isn't. Uh, we have to do more. So this has to be taken seriously. I am almost positive that the, the board have made it quite clear to Gio that obviously the cup is a priority. Um, There is a lot of argument to say that we should arguably have won a treble last year And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves But based on the competition last season And the way we were playing last season It's probably a missed opportunity So obviously we've had a disaster this year with the League Cup With the absolute symbolic performance at Hamden against Hibs That we would all rather never think about ever again So... This has to be a priority. The league is always number one, yes, but it is very important that Rangers start winning uh, domestic cups again. Don't think there's any great doubt about it. Ryan, I'll come back to you, mate. Dundee away in the in the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup. The only way it could have been better is if it was Ibrox, surely.
3: Yeah, I'd have been a wee bit more excited if uh, Lee Griffiths was was playing for Dundee, but I've heard he's away to play with play with the Bears again. Um, so, I it's, it's just a, it's just a tie that I'm expecting Rangers to get through and get through comfortably. I don't think Dundee poses any any threats, and I do think Dundee are favourites to go down this season. They've been really poor. Um, it's not, it's not a game we just need to turn up, but I just don't see us having any issues playing them. I think we should, we should get through convincingly. But as Ali said, it's not going to be that team we saw against them, and we're going to have a, a far stronger starting 11 playing against Dundee that day. Um, but, yeah, I don't see us having any problems with going through to, to the semis.
0: Yeah, Ali, it is it's pretty crucial, though, that um, we at least make the final this year.
1: No, we've got to. I made mean, if you had to cherry-pick out all the teams to play, Dundee was probably the team you would pick out of it, to be honest. Um, I watched Dundee last night against Peterhead. 3-0 of Dundee last night. Peterhead had a stonewalled penalty, last. how they didn't get it's beyond me, by the way, honestly, the standard, I mean, we're going to it the standard of in Scottish football, but if he's have a chance to look back at the penalty that they should have had just before half-time, it's scandalous, man, it really is, um, but no, they, they were very unlucky, Peterhead, and Dundee, really, ah, we should go up there and beat Dundee, I know we play them the following week in the league as well, um, at Denz again, so, yeah, we, we should have enough to beat Dundee, and then, um, go to the semis and hopefully meet whoever it is at Hampden.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I would like to think so, but I, I do think... Scotia, do you think as well? It's, it's easy to kind of be blindsided by uh, we're so desperate for the league this year. Um, as, our, as our Celtic, it's quite clearly a two-horse race and we've got the the the... the, the the UEFA carrot hangling at the end of the season for us to win the to win the league to get into the straight into the Champions League or almost certainly straight into the Champions League, but winning the league, yes, is going to be a priority. But based on last season, the the cup is it's up there it's been a priority as well. Yeah, I think in all honesty, we
2: should all have been aiming for at least a double, perhaps a treble at the start of the season. Um, we really do need a cup because. When's the last time we won the League Cup? What I think it was League Cup was the last one we won back in Smith's wasn't it?
0: 2011.
2: Yeah, so we really do need to, to win a cup. Um, but as you said, the, the league is the priority and that 30 40 million almost guaranteed money for the, the winner of the Scottish Premiership is massive. Um, but I think we really we need the double this season, I think, because the cups haven't been good enough. I mean, on paper, to get through to the semi-finals on paper, Dundee were the best that we could have drawn in terms of league form but it's a cup game so well Dundee be up for it, there's all obviously you'd mentioned at the start there as well about it'll be the last 16 of the Europa League and the Europa Conference League so in my heart of hearts I doubt Rangers will be in that last 16 um, but if we are it kind of puts a wee bit more pressure on that other, that, that quarter-final game that comes up um, so we'll just see where we are when that comes.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Dundee away, lowest lowest ranked um, team in the competition left. Uh, as I say, only way it could have been better as if it was Ibrooks. So yeah, happy enough with the draw and uh, one that we should easily be dealing with to get ourselves into the semi-finals. So speaking of good news, Manscape promo time, everybody. Um, if you go to manscape.com, use the code club at twenty two. Uh, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. You'll be joining 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in Below the Waist grooming. The number one product in the package is the Lawnmower 4.0. It has skin safe technology so you don't damage the man veg and it has an LED light in case you want to live life on the edge and shave them in the dark. To complete the trimming, obviously said delicates finish it off with the crop preserver. Ball deodorant and the crop reviver The ball toner, that's Scotia's favourite These formulations will have your balls Smelling like a king Your balls and lady or fella PC podcast and all that Well thank you, so go to manscaped.com Use the code club at 22 You'll get 20% off And free shipping, massive thank you again To Manscaped for their continued support We really do appreciate it And if you buy 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 their Stuff using our code on their website You'll be supporting this podcast So thank you to everybody who has done so, so far. So we'll move on. Uh, I just want to touch on a few things I'm going to try and really tie together. Um, Obviously it's been 10 years since admin. Um, The moon howlers won't let you forget it. Uh, But the Valentine's Day always will have a wee bit of a, a silver connotation attached to it because of what our club went through. Um, speaking of that, Stuart Robertson was speaking to Sky Sports um, today, just kind of around his time at Ibrooks, Different questions were asked about the, the state of the, the current club. So, Ali, um, I know you've had a chance to see it, mate. I asked this before we started recording. What did you take from Stuart Robertson's interview today? A guy that always comes across quite well. Um always likes to see the bright side of the picture if that makes sense. So th- what did you take from the,
1: the interview today? I thought it was a good interview. I listened to it in the car today when I was when I was working. Um yeah, from from when he came in, Rangers was an absolute shambles, pretty much. <clears throat> um to where we are now. We're on a level keel, he did. He did say in terms of the Nathan Parsons sale, we should show a profit. We'll, we'll show a profit this year for the first time. Um he, he, This Sky reporter kept trying to have a go in terms of Champions League money this year. Do we need it? If we don't get it, are we up shit creek again? And Stuart Robson basically says, "No, we don't. We don't budget for that Champions League money. If Rangers budgeted for that Champions League money every every year, we would be up shit creek." But he said, well, no, we haven't. There's, there's enough there. And he obviously went on about the player trade trader mod, trading model as well, which we need to do. He referred to every club in the world does this. So we need to continue with that. And Nathan Patterson is the first of what will be many players that will leave Rangers. And obviously we'll bring players in to try and do the exact same in terms of bring them in, develop, and then sell them on again. But yeah, I thought it was quite a positive interview, to be honest, in, in terms of the... Where we've been to where we are now. Um I would I, on a wee side one STV annoyed me, by the way, just, just to get that in there. They had a wee um news spiel on it because it was ten years and I, I forgot who the reporter's name was, but he kinda Gordon referred Jane. to us. There we go. Ryan knows him. He kinda referred to us in terms of there's still a team in what are you blue.
0: You talking about? Of course, Ryan knows him. Ryan's the chief yeah. head of this hater supporters club <laughs> of this man.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 just, I just thought, I just thought it was quite bitter from STV. I just thought the way yeah, the Fairstar club, in terms of, there's a team in blue that still plays there. Another reason why Rangers don't want to, don't want to talk to these folk, and why people want. Fan media, I e like ourselves, heart and hands. All the other guys are doing it on online as well. So, I th- I thought that was bad form from STV. I really did think it was just the, the the wording of it as well. So, but we need to remember we're going to get this for from now until we pop our clogs because they'll, they'll remind us of this every Valentine's Day going forward. So. It's just a bitterness towards our football club, but I'm sorry I went off track there. I just had to bring that wee one up there because it it annoyed me when I when I actually listened to that other night.
0: I've said to you before, mate. We can always use this podcast as a counselling session. Then you make a very valid <laughs> point, mate. I, I'm not going to. There's there, you're quite right to call it out, Scotia. Um, Ali is correct. One positive I'll take from STV doing the things that they do, which to me is arguably shooting themselves in the foot because you're going to piss off the club, so you'll lose a bit of access. There's I don't really see much benefit in it for them, <clears throat> apart from pleasing fans of another of another team. But all this does is help fan media outlets because why would you go and listen to this absolute bias? Nonsense when you can go to The number of podcasts I mean we're not even We're a, we're a small fish in a big pond I, I just don't understand Why they would decide to do that
2: Yeah I don't know I mean on us I wouldn't even really call us p- Fan media as such Because we're really just giving Our, our opinion in the game And our yeah, thoughts it's, and it's just like we're yeah. having a chat in the pub You know but there are mm-hmm. There are guys like Heart and Hand Four Lads Had a Dream <clears> Countless <throat> others That you know they there at the Mark Dingle from Follow Follow They're at The, the press conferences and things like that are providing decent, and although yes there is a ranger slant to it, I've never really found anything to be too blue tinted specs for it, Um, so that's where I generally go to get all my news, I'll check some other stuff out on news websites and things like that, and there is a place for mainstream media, but they do seem to just want to push this big divide through and antagonise one set of the supporters while pandering to the others, and it's, it happened in the 90s the exact opposite way around, where they would pander to us and it would be the Celtic fans that would get it, so it's not not really anything new, and it's why fan media, yeah, it is becoming, and I think take what you take out of admin is the way it kind of galvanised the Rangers support, really, I think everyone, you know, there isn't too much, I think I think there was perhaps previously there was an awful lot more segmentation in terms of, you know, you had all the different fan groups, Club Deck Loyal, the the Order, the Union Bears and things like that, it's all, we all seem to be one big family now and you get that when you go on Twitter, you know, people will disagree with the opinions I've got, I'll disagree with opinion views have got, you'll disagree with other people but in general it's very small stuff so I think you can take that out of the admin, It's, it's that's helped the, the fan base I think. Anyway,
0: what... <clears throat> Yeah, one hundred percent, mate. I, I completely agree with you. I think it really did. Uh, Ryan, I'll come to you, mate. Obviously, you can have your say on uh, the STV tobacco as well. And everybody, before you comment, Scotia hasn't seen Stuart Robertson yet because he's been very busy today. So he'll get to it later. I completely on forgot about but, it. <laughs> <laughs> and bash, I had it. I had, I had
2: it. To, I had it to look at, and then I've, and as I was coming on, it was like, oh bugger, I've not watched that.
0: That no, is cool, It's cool. Uh, Ryan. You can have your say on the STV thing, uh, but also, what did you take from Stuart Robertson's interview with Sky today?
3: I, I thought it was positive. Um, I think I texted in the group chat. I've still, I don't know. I've still got this wee thing with Stuart Robertson because he was a man he was interviewed after Kashinia, and it always, it always sticks in my my teeth that, uh, that interview when he was making it. Kashinia was double oh seven. I think that's the words he used, and I was just. I'll never forget him. i am never forget him saying that, but um it was it was a positive interview and he spoke well. He was um as Ali said, he, the sky sports guy was trying to get a headline out my British Champions League money, as if I think he was wanting to say our Rangers basically on their knees if you don't win the league this year. No, we're not. No, there's a he said there's an infrastructure in place. This board of taking advantage of the situation we were in when they come in because it's a blank canvas we were rotten from the bottom to the top. So they had a blank canvas to just get rid of the get rid of the things that weren't working and put an infrastructure in place. It's you're seeing the results on the pitch just now and obviously selling Nathan Parts and takes us to another level. Um so yeah, I thought it was a good interview. The thing that I just wanted to mention was and this'll be good because I think this will split opinions between the between the four of us and the Rangers fans as a whole, was the old firm allocation. Um, He did say it's not going to change. I understand why it's not going to change, because obviously we've sold tickets in the Brimlin now. But he said it's not going to change for the foreseeable future. I think, in my opinion, and this will, like I said, probably split the support. I prefer when they've got the full Brimlin. I think the atmosphere is phenomenal at an old firm game when they've got the full broom one. When I'm getting into iBooks and I'm queuing to, into iBooks and I can hear them singing, my heart is pumping. The hairs at the back of my neck are standing up. I cannot get in that stadium fast enough to give it plenty to them. And when there's only nine hundred them in there, I don't even hear them. The atmosphere's still good, but it doesn't feel like an old firm game. And and the same when you go when you go to Go to their gaff, it's, it's a whole different ball game. It's phenomenal. So I'm disappointed to hear that. I hope that does change in years to come. Um but Yeah, that's, that's what I took from that. But it was a good interview, and Stuart Robertson is a is a positive figure in our club. Um, quickly, sorry, I know I've kind of hogged the mic here, Garney. The STV thing, if that's the way they the approach for STV, if that's the way they want to go, there's plenty of space next to Chris McLaughlin outside that stadium. They can stand out there if they want. I would keep Rahman and the rest of them outside, and if that's where they want to play, because if we make the Champions League, STV will have the rights to go for the Wednesday night games, and I know what I would say to STV if that happens.
0: I couldn't agree more, mate. I, I couldn't agree more in regards to STV. Uh, what I I won't disagree with what you're saying about the about the fans. Now, I I always try and temper my my opinion with this because I am not and a in a way. I I, well obviously I support Rangers when they go away, but I don't go to away games. What commitments and financial commitments for me? I can't do it. I I, I couldn't. I I couldn't get enough time to to do it. Um. So, it's a difficult one. It really is. Would I rather more Rangers fans get season tickets? Yes, I would. I would rather we could get as many season tickets as possible because it's good for the longevity of the club. do I get it with them being in there? Yes, I've been to many games years ago, mind you, uh, when it was the full broom Loan Stand, and we've we've won, and it's phenomenal. Uh, it is phenomenal. But I have been at ones where they have won and won handsomely during our our troubled years, and I did not enjoy it at all. So it's a a max one. I will firmly sit on the fence with it, mate. I can understand why people are frustrated because it limits. People that are loyal and go to every single game, it's, they struggle to get tickets for it, which I, again is not really fair. There's going to be guys that have went to games every game for X amount of years that might miss out just because of kind of the tit for tat between the two clubs. But as far as I'm aware, Celtic are happy enough with what the way it is just now. Um, Celtic as a board, as a club, ah, maybe not their supporters, but yeah, I'll firmly set the fence. Ali, for you, would you give them a brimstone stand back?
1: <sighs> Folk probably hate Karen, and me. You, me, and you agree with each other quite a well lot on this podcast, but <laughs> I, I am, um, I'm one of these. I'm sitting the fence as well. I, I get both sides of the argument. Similar to you, I, I still remember going there during the kitchen years and all that, and them just having a field day. And coming to Ibrox. Um wasn't he nice? I understand it. I really understand it. I would say since we've removed them from the Broomloan and put them in a corner, I think it has given us an advantage in the park. I really I really do. And I think you can see that on the park in terms of the wins we've put together. And i.e. in terms of obviously Celtic played at Parkhead, we, I know they didn't have any fans in, but you, you've seen it galvanise them as well. They had an advantage. So I think it gives the home team a, a bigger advantage now, not having that big an away support in each ground. But i see both sides to the argument so like yourself i'm just going to sit on the fence here join
0: me on join me on the fence <laughs> right? why don't you <laughs> uh, Scotia. come me. on Scotia. i know Scotia, you you're kind of um, a casting vote here i suppose i'm
2: deciding no i get i kind of to be honest i don't see how rangers themselves can go back on it now because of all the folk that are in their season tickets i don't see how they can move yeah. them someone's going to be disappointed so in that respect i don't think it will but what Ryan says there about the atmosphere and things, it's something that I've. The people that don't support either half of the old firm have said to me. It's about the, the spectacle of the game is kind of missing for a neutral now. So perhaps, you know, would media companies pressure both of them to kind of come to a, another agreement? That's the only way I could see them doing it. But to be honest, I can't see. Now that it's kind of the corks out the bottle, I don't see how they can put it back in and stop the flow.
0: Yeah, it would take time. I think it definitely would take time. So I think you'll find, oh, so That's you're probably sitting on the fence there and that's, that's <laughs> all. This, yeah. be <laughs> this fence better be strong. This uh, fence better be strong. You'll need to help me up there with my bad back. Uh, but no, I, I get it. I do. I, I do completely understand it. And it's yeah, it's a difficult one. It really is um, to try and find a balance and act between it. As it took a bit of intensity out of the game, possibly. Uh, I think there's arguments for it all, but it's still a phrase from Hartman Hand that I heard earlier on. You can't scientifically prove if it's been an improvement or not, but I think there is something about it. And I think there's always going to be people that say, well, we give you behind the goal, they give us a corner. And I can get the argument that's pretty restrictive view, some of it. I think at Parkhead, um, so I, I get that We should would Get the back of the goal But it's all to do with Safety and segregation Etc, cetera, etc cetera. Whatever's easier For each For each stadium So yeah I think that's one That's going to run and run For a long time But as far as Stuart Robertson's concerned uh, With the interview I think it's just good He's always quite reassuring And I've got no reason Not to believe him right now That the club's in a British a pretty stable position. Um, they've worked wonders to do what they have done. Um, so, yeah, uh, credit to him. He's always seems like quite a positive guy. And I thought his comments on, in regards to even Conor Goldson, were pretty interesting um, that they've obviously not resigned to the. The, f- the fact that they're losing them, um, which they are. Uh, let's be honest. If Conor Goldin was staying, in my opinion, if Conor Goldin was staying, he would have signed at the very latest on transfer deadline day for us, and he hasn't. So I would be shocked if he doesn't stay. He might be holding out to see if we win the league this year or not. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, I liked I liked his optimism. I, I like the way that he thinks about it, and I like that the club are. Fully behind Ross Wilson as well. Um, I don't think that guy could get enough credit for the work that he's done for us. Um, so yeah, all positive. Quickly before we move on to the the um, the preview of the Borussia Dortmund game, obviously um, the the interview was obviously released. We spoke about it because it is ten years uh, ten years and a day at the time of recording since Craig White plunged our club into the depths of Scottish football. Um, I think it's important at times like this to to kind of thank the people that helped us. Get the club back to where it was. Dave King, Doug, Doug Douglas Park, Three Bears, etc. Because Dave worked wonders to get this club back to where, to back to where we are. It was a long ten years, uh, but here we are sitting doing this podcast, lads, and we are the champions of Scotland right now. Uh, a lot of times, I didn't think it was ever going to happen. I think we all probably thought at points that it was never, ever going to happen. Uh, but I think the people that deserve the most plaudits for this are the fans. The way we stuck behind our club, the way we absolutely galvanised with each other to to back our club and to never, ever, to sell out these stadiums, left, right and centre, the whole way up the divisions to get us back to where we belong. And we were rewarded for that with our, with our 55th title. So a, a massive thank you to you guys. To all our listeners, to all our viewers, that everybody that goes to the games, everybody that watches us in the house, anybody, anybody that supports Rangers, we 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 made sure that this club got back to back to where it where it belongs. As I say, times were hard, uh, and when they were hard, we showed truly why we are and forever will be uh the people so i'm proud of being a rangers fan i'm sure you guys are proud of being a rangers fan and here's to the the future it's a, a very proud thing to be a part of this extended rangers family gentlemen anything to add before we move on to the dortmund game no i think we should just be i, I agree with you carly sorry if i've jumped
3: in there but um I think as time goes on, I'm, I'm pretty much over. 2012 was a gutter at the time for all of us. I remember exactly where I was when it was going on the news and it was horrible because you didn't know where the club was going. You didn't know if the club were going to survive it. And we have, and look where we are now, and it's, it's something I think as time goes on, you'll get prouder and prouder of this. The way the animals going they took about this 14th of February, I mean, everybody's sending Valentines and trying to get their nuts away. And they're they're going on Twitter And putting all that nonsense down You know Sorry But um, it's just They'll do that for so long And they'll just Peter away But um, I think we'll be prouder and prouder Every year When you look back at what we've achieved Because Rangers are growing From strength to strength And that trophy last season Is going to be the first of many In the rest of our lives That's for sure
0: That is for sure So Ali, Scotiabla, we all good Peace of Dortmund
2: Yeah What I'm going to say Just quickly I see, if I'm being completely honest with myself, 10 years ago to the day, really, my biggest concern was more the fact that we were getting 10 points deducted off us. Because I'm quite a bit (laughs) of an optimist. Obviously, this was a big alarm bell, but it wasn't, at at that point, it was just the 10 points deduction because we were quite close in the league. It's been, it was the months between now to when we went into liquidation that were really the worst for me. And then that summer was absolutely dreadful. But like you you put so eloquently, the fans, Rangers fans got together and we're, we're back where we belong. So credit to everyone in that.
0: Definitely. So we will move on and we'll move on to, and what a fitting thing to move on to when we think about the journey we've been on. We are previewing a game against Borussia Dortmund. So we travel to Germany on Thursday evening to take on Dortmund. Kickoff is at 5.45 in case you need to get a wee flyer from work. Uh, we've been asking for a glamour tie for, for some time, Ali, uh, and well, in the last couple of years anyway in the Europa League. They don't come much bigger than a, 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 a two-legged tie against Bruce Dortmund.
1: I think they're a Diddy team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, I'm only joking. No, me, me and you, Carney, were sitting together watching the draw come in. And the two teams we wanted was was Barca or Dortmund. That was the two yep. we wanted. Um, and when we got Dortmund, we we let a wee cheer out. I was actually hoping to show him at time, So the must know what's <laughs> going on there. But um, yeah, we let a cheer out. And yeah, it, this is this is we talk about next year in terms of Champions League and the money. This is a Champions League tie. This is the biggest the biggest name we've played since we've been back. Basically, I know we've played the Porto's Benfica's not, but. Nah, Dortmund. Dortmund's just that next level. Um I am I'm, I'm I'm buzzing to watch Rangers on Thursday night and obviously I, I hope the tie's alive for, for when we're at Ibrooks with a full house at Ibrooks because the atmosphere will be special at Ibrooks. Um but I know it's uh, it's a mouth watering tie. Even just to say the words Borussia Dortmund v Glasgow Rangers, it's um I it gives you good
0: Absolutely. Scotia, it's Dortmund's a thousandth game at whatever the stadium's called now. What's it called? You know that's
2: It's the BVB stadium now. Yeah.
0: So it's a it's a, yeah. it's a rubbish
2: name compared to what was it the West? I can't I keep on the I West. It,
0: end... somebody say it.
3: My German's not great. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I I'm, knew I knew i going to pronounce
1: it. Of your <laughs> German should be so Italian. good. Italian. Yeah,
0: never
2: that German I newspaper. Bit, I, you, <laughs> uh, I can read German, but I can't speak German. <laughs> that d- should sense. I
0: tell that? No, I'll not tell that story. Actually, we'll go off on that. You've told it before in story. the pod. Have I have I told that before? Right, okay, we'll move on yeah. then. You just need to go find it. I don't know what pod it's on, but you need to go find it about Scotia and a German newspaper. But yeah, Scotia, Going back to that iconic stadium, the yellow wall. Obviously, it's, I don't think it's not full capacity over there. That they just now.
2: 10,000 I think
0: 10,000 yeah so which is a real which is a real real shame it really is but in terms of the tie as Ali said it's mouthwatering this
2: yeah as as, I mean you've got that way where you either want the glamour tie or the tie that's easiest to get you through and if you don't get the easiest tie you want the glamour tie and I think getting Dortmund although you mentioned there about getting Barsa as well we hadn't we've not played Dortmund in about twenty just over twenty two years. I think it was back in what, ninety nine we last played them. Mm-hmm. But as Barca we seem to get quite a few occasions in the Champions League every time. So it is something a bit different. It is this big tie. I wish it was a full capacity so that more Bears could get across to go. but I'm sure all the ones that are going over are going to have an absolute cracking cracking time. And you know, we've played them eight times and we've only lost once. In Europe so um, you know obviously different teams and all that but <laughs> it gives you a wee bit of hope doesn't it when you see something like that um, yeah looking really looking forward to it and like Ali yeah. says I think the key thing is having something to come back to Ibrox for so that that's a massive game as well
0: yeah I couldn't agree I couldn't agree more with that uh, Ryan uh, by reports coming out of Germany it looks like Holland has I'm a the bed because he doesn't want to get
3: outdone by Alfredo Morelos, but bring them on. I'm uh, not overly concerned. He's just a poor man's Alfredo Morelos, carny. Um <laughs> Just because he's a big guy with big shoulders, he's nothing on our, our, our Alfie. Um I hope he's playing at iBrooks. I, I hope he's fit for Ibrox. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. I want to see him up against the best. If I just write a few names off, I've got. Yes, I have got them in front of me here because I didn't. I couldn't remember, but. They've got Reyna, Royce, Bellingham, Witzel, Haaland, eh, Hummels. I mean Malin up as Gerr-
2: well if Haaland's not playing,
3: Yep, Ger- at Guerrero at left back. I mean, they are a Champions League team. This is it's mouthwatering to think that we'll see these players at Ibrooks in, in a week's time. Um I'm sure Lutai will still be alive. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure Reynolds will do his justice over there. I am so excited. I've been waiting for this for years, literally years, as we all have, through the games. are still in Albion. The amount of times you were at those games, sitting there, the standard was horrific in some games, mm-hmm. the weather, and you were thinking, will we ever reach those heights, winning trophies, playing a big team? Will we ever see a big team like that? hybrids again. And here they come. A, yeah, a big yellow train right enough, but it's coming, and we're playing them next week. I can't wait. Obviously, we've got this game first, and um, Thursday night and that's going to be a very tough tie but they are not I, I watch a bit of German football I'm not going to say we're going to them win or whatever but they're not a like perfect team they're not like the Champions League team who are getting to like finals and whatever Borussia Dortmund lost 5-2 to Leverkusen last week um, at home and that shows where they're at there are holes in that team and and um, we just need to try we just need to go face it up and go for it on Thursday. That's that's all we can do. We've nothing to lose. I would be slightly more this is gonna sound a bit unstaunch, but I would be slightly more positive if Gerard was still our manager, because I always felt as if we we'd done ourselves justice in Europe under Gerard. No matter who we're playing, we always we always performed. And I think Gio's still tweaking and still working out his team, still working out who can play his his role so it will be interesting
0: to see how we set up against Dortmund on Thursday. But oh, it's and I'll be so excited on Thursday. Same, yes, uh, mate. Uh, oh, th- to be fair, mate, I think Gio he's cut his teeth in European football, so he kind of he, he's going to get the game. So I think he I think he'll be fully prepared for whatever tactics he thinks is necessary. Which I think will be quite interesting to see whether we do see a, a change to the way that he would approach a. Like a scottish league game for example the way he's going to approach this game look it's pushing dortmund man it's like wow <laughs> it really is good but i've always said rangers are never very good at just defending for 90 minutes so i, I would like to think we'll try and do try and do something but you, you mentioned there mate that when i look back as well so they're sitting second dortmund just now in their league and uh, the bundesliga they're six points behind by munich it's say very mixed kind of mixed, not mixed, mixed form, probably not correct, they are still winning games but they are conceding goals too and that Leverkusen one uh, at home getting beat 5-2, that's a, that's a shocker that one for them uh, but form is probably irrelevant Ali coming into this, let's be honest it probably doesn't really matter uh, it is Borussia Dortmund it is just a, an unbelievable glamour type, what well, I mean they are conceding goals so Maybe, maybe Alfredo Morelos will do what he does best and score a goal in Europe against them.
1: I think Rangers will be looking at I know Ryan just mentioned the Leverkusen game. The game before, I know they won it. They won it 3-2, but um, I guess Hoffenheim, but they conceded two goals in that game as well. So, the, I would mad hole. I imagine the Rangers management staff are looking at that, going, look, there is holes. We we, we can't exploit them. Um, I know their last game, which was actually Union Berlin, which obviously me, Scotia, and yourself, Carnie, have actually been to that ground before. We've told the story of it, but they went there and won conventionally 3-0 the weekend. I watched snippets of it. Um, they looked fairly comfortable, Dortmund, to be fair, but I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think we change what we do. I really don't. I, I think we go and play our own game and um, I, I think I think we'll keep the tie alive. I, I, I'm like Ryan, I really do. I just I, I wouldn't want to go there and Back to so you can see me with the Walter Smith days when we would go there and we would just park two buses and hope for the best to maybe nick a goal somewhere. Well, I don't I, think I just, that would work. I just no, don't think that no, would work. I don't I don't think so. And I and I think looking back in Gio's time of Fire I'm sure he played in Europe, maybe Scotia correct me, but he was playing a team in Europe and he changed his formation from how they played in the league and it backfired on him. Didn't work. So I fully expect him to go. How we've been playing in the league with Rangers
0: Yeah well it's going to be Interesting to see no matter what but I think We are it's safe to say that we Are all very much looking forward To to this game so We will We'll move on As I said we'll move on to the team selection I think all, all we want As fans is for this game to still be Alive because the noise of Ibrooks, we would be like the 12th man Football and cliche I know a big Clang yes football and cliche but we would be like the twelfth manifest tie as there's an outside chance of Rangers getting something of this game. Ibrox is going to be electric with that when this when this game kicks off. So that's all we can hope for uh, really. As Rangers go out there, do us proud and to keep the tie alive. So we're going to the teams. I'm going to go first because I've been saying it for God knows how long on this podcast. What my team is going to be, what I expect the team to be. So I'm going to stick to my word. I'm not going to change it. So I expected the team. I expect it to be the team that plays. Against Hearts um, Obviously this is before the press conference The press conference is tomorrow So I'm not 100% sure of who's fit and who isn't But if everybody is And the only person I'm expecting to be out Is Yanis Hadji Then I would say it will be McGregor, Tavernier and Balogun, Bassey Lundström, Jack Arfield Aribo. No hang on, what have I done there? No actually Wait, I- what have I done there? Is that right? Aribo, yeah, Aribo, Kent, and Morelos. Aye, that's correct. Sorry, I got myself confused there. Because mm. I did a right winger, I was like, hang on, I've not named a winger. No, that is my team. Uh, Arfield, Arfield, Aribo, Kent, and Morelos. With the only possibility being, uh, I'll cover myself, is he might play Diallo for Arfield, purely based on the boys played European football before. So there is a chance they might play him for a bit of pace. But, yeah, I'll go with that, and I'm going for 8-0 to Rangers. Alfredo Morales is going to score seven goals. Um, Ali, no, Scoti, so I'll come to you. I've, been, I've not been back to you, scored, so You can go next, mate. Who's? Uh, what's your team? What's your score?
2: Yeah, it's kind of all caveated in the fact that we've not heard the press conference, and two players in particular. Um, but, yeah, pretty much identical to you, with the only change I think he'll play Barisic over Bassi. if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, That'd be. I think that'll be the only change that he will make. Um, and I, 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 no, I just think I think Barisic will play. All on all honesty, that
0: um, was just Ryan's um, expression there. Can
2: I say it Yeah.
3: I've
2: I've I've, I've, got, I've I've got a feeling that Barisic is a player that um, Gio might quite like, similar to what Hadji was like, and similar to how Arfield, I think's getting. That he seems to be one of these players that he'll maybe go to um, when he's when he's on form which he kind of picked up, obviously, against Annan, but he looked a bit better on Saturday there than he has recently. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my team, and score. I'm going to go, like the guys were saying there about them conceding goals, I've watched a couple of their games at the start of the year, and the commentator in both the games mentioned that they're conceding goals or losing goals, and I'm sure Alberts has come out and said that they're, they're a wee bit, they're not as good, they're not as great unit of a team, so I'm going... 2-1 to Bruce Dortmund. Morelos to score for us first and for the tie to be kept alive, coming back to Ibrox. That's
0: fair enough, mate. Uh, obviously, I'm not going with um, I'm not going with 8-0. That was a joke. I, I'm going to say two each. I think it would be quite an exciting game. I think both teams might have a bit of a go at certain points in the game, so I will go for two each. And Alfredo Morelos to score any time. That's my genuine score. Uh, Ali, you can go last for a change. Ryan, do you want to go next? <laughs>
3: Yep, I think it's going to be two bumper games. I genuinely do. I think the two, they're going to be blockbusters, the two of them. I think we'll have a right go at them as well. Um, my team is McGregor, Tav Goldson, Balligan, Barsi, Kamara, Lundström, Arfield, Kent, Morelos, and Arabo. And I am going two each. Alfie to score first. Aye. 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 It's gonna be a it's gonna be a blockbuster and it's gonna be one of those games where you're remember the Benfica game, and you're like, oh, we should have done we, we could have done them. We could have done them. I've got a feeling that's gonna happen the first time.
0: Wait and see. Ali, you
1: wanna go? <laughs> <laughs> um Aye, I, I get like Scotia says it's hard because we don't know if Balogun's fit or whatever, but yeah, McGregor, Tab, Goldson, Balogun. I'm Bassi at left back as well. I'm going to throw one out there. If Balogun isn't available, I'd put big Phil Hollander in there. Oh, I know he's not. I know no, he only. Oh, he's not in squad. No, he's so he's not. Yeah, he like, well, shove that, shove that one there. So, aye, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no. Well, well, the backline picks itself. If Balogun isn't there, Bassi moves into left center half, yeah. and Barisic plays. So, yeah, and I'm the same as you, Carney, Jack Lindstrom, Arfield, um, Aribo, Kent, and Morelos and um i'm going to go one each and i'm going to go a james tavernier penalty
0: a james tavernier penalty that'll that'll go down well
1: uh look this is uh, i generally don't know what to expect
0: i think rangers will will do is proud i think they'll go out there and they'll do everything they can to try and keep this tie alive to get it back to ibrox but i cannot wait for this i cannot wait to see the team coming out to play Borussia Dortmund Honestly I can't It's a, a massive Massive tie for us And uh, Just really good to see us up against teams Like this again It's a shame it's not The Champions League um, And Borussia Dortmund Will be gutted The fact that they're Playing in the Europa League That I don't think there's Any doubt about that But this has still Got something special Written all over the top of it So that'll do us For tonight gentlemen Ali thank you very much mate
1: no problem. I forgot to tell you, Carney, um Brandon Barker's got a new club, he's away to in at the end of the season, so i <laughs> do not like that.
0: I could not <laughs> care less about what Brandon Barker is doing. Not interested. Good luck to him. Goodbye. Scotia, uh thanks very much, mate. Yeah,
2: cheers, Thursday can't come quick enough. And hope your back's sorted out for it because you'll be jumping oh, around the room if we oh, score those two goals that you're going for. <laughs>
0: Uh, if I, well, maybe might fix it actually it might fix it if we do and I need to do a sharp jump because nothing really seems to be working just now, uh, I'm not looking forward to getting out of this seat once I finish recording this I tell you that for sure, Ryan thank you very much mate
3: Cheers, mate. Hope your back gets better. Um, and nice one, Ali, for bringing that up, up with Brandon Barker. I'm going to go and Google, uh, <laughs> see if we can get tickets for a club at 22D out <laughs> down in Reading. If we can go down there oh. and support Brandon.
1: Because guess who plays for Reading as well? That Ovi Ajari. I never used to play for us. That's oh, two for the price of one. A, there we, we, go.
3: we need to get ourselves down there, boys. It's, <laughs> a, given,
0: it's a given. No, I'm not, I'm, I've am I'm. got a bad back, mate. I can't travel that long. Sorry. I won't be able to make it. Uh, no, right. Look i can't wait for thursday i really can't just bring it on now I really cannot Wait for it So lastly Just before I go Thank you to everybody For listening Um, You can join the channel If you'd like to support us And help us grow Uh, You'll become A Club at 22 supporter Uh, If you are At the end of the still A supporter at the end of the season You could buy me a chance Of winning a gift voucher For the Rangers store If you don't want to become A Club at 22 supporter And you still want to support us You can buy the podcast A coffee Links for both Are below As always Please like the videos And subscribe to the YouTube channel Two week clicks Cost nothing to you But it makes a a massive difference to us and again as you see it's running across the bottom of the screen if you can please do enter our charity raffle help us raise as much as we can um, for the Rangers Charity Foundation we will be back on Thursday with a club reaction of some sort after the match so enjoy the game enjoy whatever you're watching it from play up the famous Glasgow Rangers we are Club Act 22 the Rangers podcast and I'll speak to you all next time cheers